What's up, guys? Welcome back to Babe and the Braids podcast. I'm Allie, the Babe. And I am Isaac, the Braids. So today we have a very interesting topic, and that is religion. The old juicy, juicy religion topic in relationships. Yes, religion and relationships. We're not talking about religion in general because I feel like we would be here for days a long long time so we are going to talk about our experience dealing with religion in a relationship and the reason that we're going to be doing that is because isaac was a different religion than i was when we first started dating so we are going to talk about how we how we what we did with that i mean yeah we both came into the relationship different races different religions different backgrounds and religion early on was a it was a hot topic yeah i mean for us it definitely came up a lot in conversation and i feel like it was even a sensitive spot no doubt it was sensitive i think it caused i wouldn't say arguments but just we didn't agree on a lot of things because of religion and the way we were raised i mean i was gonna break up with you because of your religion wait really no i'm (laughs) totally joking but it did it it was something that we definitely both thought about i actually think i thought about it way more than ali did and we'll get into that Mm -hmm. yeah we're getting too ahead of ourselves so the first thing that we're going to be talking about is kind of our backgrounds and our religion relating to how we grew up and how we were raised yeah so basically i've kind of did i mention religion in the last podcast if you haven't listened go listen to it because it's pretty good but uh we have two we yeah, we have two podcasts. Oh, wait, no, we have three. Well, I guess in the first podcast, I talked a little bit about it. We're not going to get distracted. So growing up, I grew up in what was a extremely religious environment. And when I say extremely religious, we're talking about Southern Baptists through and through. So just a general, what is Southern Baptist through and through mean? Yeah, tell us, because to be quite honest, when I first started dating you, I didn't really know what southern baptist was so there was a number of churches in my area for for example where you know women wouldn't wear pants to church they're not even allowed to wear pants to church it's all long skirts um yeah welcome to the south what i did not know that the move sound is for the south but uh um like in my high school for instance which i had a great high school experience but in my high school if you went to a rated R movie at the time, you could have been suspended. And that was for religious reasons? That was for religious reasons. Any secular concerts, secular meaning non-religious concerts that you went to, you could be suspended. Just very, 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 very strict rules. Because of religion, not just because they were conservative people. So I think there's a mixture in a private school like that where they have to find the happy medium between religion and discipline. And unfortunately, it was all kind of lumped together together. But some of the concepts that they talked about are also really big in Southern Baptist religion, um, which is a a lot to do with, like, for instance, don't wear pants. Mm -hmm. Like, that is super conservative. So I grew up in an extremely conservative background religiously. And I did not. So as for my background, I did grow up going to a private Catholic school so i good old notre dame notre dame prep isaac (laughs) um so i started out with uh going to you know middle school and grade school i went to a catholic private school 
And then for sixth and seventh grade, I went to a different private Catholic school. And then around the middle of seventh grade, I ended up switching to a public school. So the private school I went to, it mean it was strict in that like your skirt had to be a certain length and that you went to church every Friday with your class and then every Sunday with your family. But I mean, I just we didn't have strict rules or if we did, I guess I just didn't follow them. But as for my household, which Isaac, you can get into this after because I didn't feel like you really touched on that. But as for my household, I I know there's a word for it, but I want to say that I was a gentle Catholic being that I practiced the religion. Like I did go to church every Sunday growing up with my family, but as for like reading my Bible and um, like being super strict about the religion, I, I guess there was just no connection there. And it got to the point where like in high school, when I was in public high school, I didn't even go make it to church every Sunday because Sundays was, you know, volleyball tournaments and swimming and mm. sports. So Athletics. when I say I'm a gentle Catholic, we went, we made sure to go to church on all of the major holidays, but we just didn't, it was completely different than how you grew up. So yeah, for me, it was, uh, you know, every Sunday we're going to church. My dad used to always pray. A family that prays together stays together. That With that comes going to church, all that. Um, so that was really big. And like the church that I went to, as an example, we would go into Sunday school class. Do you know what Sunday school is, Allie? Yes, we still had Sunday school. She used the term gentle Catholic. I don't know what to believe anymore. Oh. <laughs> so uh, we would go to Sunday school and like, do you know what a quiet time is? Have you ever heard that term? Um, it's when you're quiet for a period of time. Also known as meditation, but no, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> but I do love you. Quiet time is where you have like basically a meditative state where you read your Bible and pray. Okay. So we would go into Sunday school and the Sunday school teacher would say, how many quiet times did everybody have? And we would literally what? have to raise our hand and be like five, four, three, two, one. And like, that's just the kind of environment that I grew up in, like church every single Sunday. I went to a Southern Baptist school where we had chapel every single Wednesday and then within that, we had a Bible class every single day. And then... Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Basically, you just... Wow, a lot. It was a lot. And I'm not saying that's a negative thing. I'm just saying, I mean, compared to me, that's kind of intense. Yeah, but we made it work, which we're going to get into. So just i mean now you have a little bit of context yeah so now you know my background you know isaac's background we did both come though from we believed we believed that there was a god we both came from christian i mean that's the overall label we can put on it we were right. both christians um we still had religion in our families i prayed before meals with my family you did as well no doubt but when it came to you know the more specific points we definitely differed and i think we even differed in like our viewpoints on the world pertaining to religion which no doubt we have we had totally different worldviews which now our worldviews align i think perfectly but that's not the point the point is Allie and i came into the relationship from totally different backgrounds mm -hmm. and so in the in today's podcast that's what we are here to talk about we're here to help you guys out maybe you just met a guy and he's a completely different religion and you're wondering if it'll even work well we are here to say I mean, it definitely worked out because here we are five years later. Now, that's not to say I know like 
our religions are similar in some aspects. So we can't relate to every other person out there who might be, you know, struggling with this, but we are here to give our perspectives and kind of give you guys insight and advice. And that's what we're here to do today. And not to just stop the podcast in the middle, but one thing we want to do specifically is I like, I don't know what it's like as a woman coming into a relationship and coming from a different religious background than the guy. So I'll speak to men throughout the podcast. Ali Mm -hmm. will speak to the women. And just before we even start, men, if you have a girl that you like that's a different religion, don't be intimidated by it because we are five years into it and we are thriving and we're on the same page right now. So we'll move forward a little bit to the point where we kind of met. But before we met, I had kind of what I would call had a resurgence in my religion. So I was kind of at a point where, you know, got to college, was kind of still trying to do the how many quiet times am I having a week, stepped away from it for a little bit. Wait, so that's something you practiced like well into college. Oh, no doubt. Okay. No doubt. I was was still reading my Bible, you know, like religiously, you know, no like pun intended. Wait, how how else would you read your Bible non-religiously? You know how people are like, oh, he drinks water religiously. Or he, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. It's not a pun. (laughs) It's actually kind of a pun. Go ahead. Um, It was punny. But uh, so I was still trying to do that. And (laughs) bruh. But I had gotten to a place where I'd stepped away a little bit. I think because I had such an overbearing past, I needed to figure out what was real to me. And I think everybody should do that. I think if you came from an overbearing past, and this is not just speaking to men, this is speaking to everybody, you should figure out what works for you right so i was trying to figure that out but i was still pursuing these things and a lot of what i did was surrounded around you know like let me make sure i'm reading my bible let me make sure i'm going to church and let me make sure i'm praying so that's kind of where i was when i walked into uh jalen brown's party with a case of natty natty lights where i saw (laughs) Allie with the tim boots on um as for me was i practicing religion um I can't say that I was like, that's a hard no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say no. Like, it's not like I just stopped believing in God. I mean, religious is just so controversial and just like everyone has such different viewpoints, but I would still call myself a Catholic because I was baptized as a Catholic and because I still believed in God. And I, every so often still went to church. Like if I, if I really was struggling, I would go to church by myself at co- in college and I mean, that's where I was at. I wasn't reading my, I don't think I've ever read my Bible. Like I've obviously read verses. Yeah. You were an Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, Easter, you know, I did follow Lent. The holidays. As for like every single Sunday and like practicing quiet time, like, I mean, I didn't even know what quiet time was until now. So. Right. You're like, is that meditation? mm -hmm. I bet. So I mean, I feel like I was a lot of like other of my friends that, I labeled myself as a Catholic and I went to church every so often, but every single Sunday you, I mean, the priest didn't know me by name. So again, think about how different our backgrounds are and how different we were coming into this space where we met Mm -hmm. and where we are now. So we, we won't, well, they don't know where we are now, but we can get into that. We'll get into that, but we are at a comfortable place. Now, what I'm trying to say is don't be intimidated by it. That's all I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. because I think when I, we kind of talked about this before we even started the podcast, when I was, before I even met her, I remember like two weeks before I met her, I told my boy, Jacob Matuska, shout out Jacob Matuska. I told him, I said, bro, I do not want to meet a girl, my future wife or my future girlfriend at a party, like drinking. Cause I was like, 
that I is mean, just Isaac. Where did we meet? I mean, literally, I as I said, I walked into the party with a case of natty ice, <laughs> and Allie was sitting there drinking, hanging out. We literally met over a drink. And, and you never, you didn't want to meet a girl over that. No, I was super against it because my thing was, I just had this preconceived notion that if I meet a girl at a party and this, I don't meet a girl in church or in a more casual social setting, that she is just not going to be religious. I'm not going to have a religious family and she's going to be absolutely out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Which I is, mean, you got the out of control part, right? But literally that is not true. Like again, for the people listening, that is not a healthy mindset at all. But I will say that you grew up in a community that I feel like... Preach that. Yes. Literally preach that. And I'm not going to be negative about your community because I think they're all great people. But I will say a lot, of, like, a lot of people who grow up in a small town and a very conservative religion will have kind of a narrow mindset when it comes to situations like that. No doubt. And that's what I fell into. So the point that we're trying to make is that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And if you feel that way now, you don't need to just right. be open minded because it'll work itself out. But we'll move forward. Yes. So we meet. Yeah. So know. wait. So going into meeting, Isaac was pretty strict religiously and I was like a touch of religious. So but she was good looking <laughs> and she had a good personality. <laughs> okay. So we meet. We have this deep conversation. You can go listen to the other podcast to hear more about it. Mm -hmm. And. We start dating, and you know when you start dating for the first time, this or for the first bit, I mean, nobody's worried about that. I mean, we're just getting to know each other. Yeah, we're I mean, in a lovey-dovey phase. I can't, I mean, Isaac might have a different perspective because everybody does in, in relationships, but I would, like, before Isaac and I even sat down to have this podcast, I was asking him, like, when did we even start talking about religion? Because I feel like it went from we met each other, we had like a very intense honeymoon phase where we were so in love with each other. And then it got to a point where we were kind of experiencing some conflict ba like based because solely on it. religion. Well, here's the deal. I mean, this is like, you guys are getting the juicy, juicy, juicy. Oh, gosh. So when we started dating, which we're going to have a whole other podcast about Instagram and the sketchiness of Instagram. Oh, my God. She yeah. was she was more, quote unquote, out there on Instagram than I was. And she can get more into that later at a different podcast, different time. But I would see kind of what you would post and how you would, you know, do your thing on Instagram. You're good I looking. Mean, I don't blame you. But- and I was like, there's, she's, I mean, how am I supposed to like mold her into, and again, this is wrong, men, this is wrong. You shouldn't be like this. But I'm like, how am I going to mold her into the religious, you know, like Southern Baptist girl that I'm, I want to. And that's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was out of control. Here we are five years later and you were the pants in a relationship. Bruh. Psych. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but, but, uh, but that's. That's kind of I what mean, I was thinking. So, well, I didn't know that you had that perspective of me because of my Instagram, which is kind of crazy. Well, the point is that these are the thoughts that I'm having early on. Like, no, we didn't explicitly talk about it, but I'm like, how am I going to handle this? Like, I'm literally supposed to be like the religious dude. A lot of my friends would have said, yeah, Isaac's super religious. And I'm like, how am I supposed to make this work with a girl who is, I mean, we haven't even talked about religion. And here we are, we've been talking and dating at this so point. when did you start having these thoughts i would say pretty thoughts, early I would thoughts that pun is un unintended but go ahead what does thoughts have to do with <laughs> i don't know just go are ahead are you saying that's your thought no but 
apparently my Instagram looked like one at the time, which I will say it did not. Okay, but when did you start thinking this way? I think I just, it was early on. It was, it was probably, so we started dating Music City Bowl 12, 30, 14, and it was probably within the first month and a half, at okay. least, of us dating that I'm like, all right, we got to make moves religiously because this wow. is what I want her to be like which that's, is again wrong no but i mean that's so interesting because there was never a thought in my mind like okay his religion is this he's way too intense religiously like we need to figure this out i don't think i ever had a thought that you like were trying to change me or like that you wanted me to be more religious i mean that's called I being mean, smooth no i mean i'm, I'm gonna say I'm at joking. this point <laughs> i didn't know but down the line i did yeah but i mean i do want to kind of uh give myself a little i'm not gonna say shout out i do want to defend myself in my instagram i'm just like a i'm a liberal person i'm like free the nipple open public breastfeeding like i've always been the same person and i feel like i'm a very liberal person so when it came to insta i mean when we first met instagram was going through that phase of like some girls are being a little bit more provocative than others and i will say like i was being pretty open i wasn't like posting news i wasn't posting swimsuit you weren't pics. out of control at no all. i wasn't out of control at all but i think that speaks to who isaac was and what kind of viewpoints isaac had because oh my gosh well i'm just saying no it's you, true it's true it's true because i mean we, i mean instagram is completely different we'll get into that later isaac put your phone away. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> my yeah i'm sorry uh what listen phones are a huge distraction in relationships okay, that's okay. a whole nother podcast but um, so, yeah, I didn't think that Allie was out of control, but she's right. This is kind of where I was coming into it. Mm -hmm. So we meet and I just kind of felt that as I was pushing myself religiously because I was dating her, I needed to push her religiously mm -hmm. and and that she should be at the same religious place that I was again, which is wrong. Not I just want to. Yeah. So ladies out there, I just want to say if somebody is pushing you or not even pushing you, but kind of influencing you in a more like, I'm going to say a word in more of a controlling manner, is that something you actually want to do? So we'll get into this example. So Isaac, he we ended up having some conversations relating to religion. He told me he was Baptist and I said I was Catholic, but she I mean, told me she didn't care. In my, that's not true. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> that's but not true. In, I mean, in my town growing up, we just didn't have, I mean, we probably did, but we just didn't have super intense, well, I'm not going to say that because we did, we did, I'm sure, have intensely religious families. But coming from where I was, I just didn't think it was that big of a deal that you were one religion and I was another because I was like, oh, at the end of the day, like we both believe in God, like typical, like liberal, like whatever. Yeah, but you have to think about how, uh like how i was raised my literally my high school like how everything was framed everything was framed around the uh you know like with religion at the center so you're like oh we both believe in god like all right bet and i'm kind of like literally this has to be the overarching theme of everything mm -hmm. and it wasn't fair to you I mean, here I am again, well, men, it's not fair because it's, but don't say that's it, that it's not fair because there is a natural progression of things and we are at the point we're at now for a reason. So don't be too hard on yourself because you came from like a very narrow minded 
place. So now you're gunning McDonough. Okay, I'm not gunning I'm anybody. Joking. <laughs> She's joking. I'm joking. No, I'm just saying very I mean, tunnel vision. So we we so we're at this point. I'm I I'm at the point where I'm texting her saying things like, You should read your Bible more. Which is like mm-hmm. aggressively relate like boy you should read your bible more like i'm just telling her what you should do and coming from being a like gentle catholic i would say you're like I, boy what is this man talking about we had we i mean we had religion class in private school and i mean literally i would go to religion class and we would read parts of the scripture but like in little workbooks so i physically had never in my life picked up a bible and read it word for word like everything that i had read in religion class was always like okay here's the verse here's what it means like here do a drawing and like color or something I mean, it's adorable <laughs> i mean well, it is <laughs> no but what i'm saying is i had never read my bible me myself and i sitting in my room had never picked up a bible and read it yep. whereas in you well, I, was every, I mean literally we were tested now let me say this i want to rewind a little bit reading your bible we are not criticizing reading your Bible. I think reading your Bible is an unreal practice, mm-hmm. both religiously and non-religiously. Unreal practice. And the issue that we had and the issue that you guys should see is the fact that I'm telling her that she needs to do this. Right. For religious reasons. You weren't like, oh, this is a great piece of literature. You were telling me you should read your Bible because you wanted me to be a little bit more religious. Again, it goes like, was it right for people in my Sunday school to ask me, did you read your Bible five times? No, because we're missing the point religiously. It's not just to check a box to read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Here I am dating a beautiful, wonderful girl. Shout out to Allie. Shout out to me. The babe. I'm the braids. And I'm sitting here doing the same thing that people were doing to me, to you. How was that fair? But I feel like you grew up knowing that life. I mean, why am I trying to defend you? Yeah, that's what you yeah, were boy, doing. Yeah, boy, it's not fair. It's not fair for me to just throw that on there. Mm-hmm. Throw but, that on her. But so when Isaac would text me saying I should read my Bible more, I mean, ladies. Talk to him. When a guy tells you to do something and he has like a hidden agenda Isaac being that you should read your Bible more, but he just kind of wanted to mold me into this like religious, like practicing girl. I mean, if he, if he wanted me to read it so we could grow closer, that's one thing, but his intentions were completely wrong. And I think I know, I mean, I, I didn't, I don't think I noticed it. I definitely noticed it because there were specific instances where I remember there, we were fighting about something stupid and we didn't talk for a few hours and i sent him a picture of a bible and i said hey look i found this in my drawer and i just started reading it and i'm like getting a lot but i don't think that it came it it didn't come from a place of like i'm genuinely interested it came from a place of like i'm trying to appeal to like what he wants me to be and what's crazy is whenever i did that it kind of like appealed to you yeah i was out of control i'm for all the listeners i'm rubbing Allie on the back because i was so out of control and let me say this she gave a shout out to the ladies i'll give a shout out to the men and let me say this there's nothing wrong with you like wanting to share a religion or a worldview with the girl that you're dating there is nothing wrong and we want to make that very clear there's There's nothing nothing wrong wrong with that Mm -hmm. if i am 
you know, like Protestant, aka Baptist. And I'm like, you know what? I'd really like to meet a girl that is the same. And if she's not, I'd still kind of like for her, for us to share these beliefs. There's just a healthy way to do it. A healthy way to do it is not to blow your girl's phone up talking about, here's what I read. You need to read this. You need to be doing this every night. A healthy way to do it is maybe to invite her to church with you Mm -hmm. or maybe to have just a conversation. Hey, where are you at with this? You know, like this is something that I really like to do. Or maybe just share some things that you've read and see if it resonates with her. But yeah, I think it's more of like sharing what you find enjoyable about your religion and seeing if it appeals to the other person. I mean, it can do one of two things. It can appeal to them and you guys can grow. And maybe, you know, she thinks she's a lot more in tune with that religion than her own and it helps your relationship. Or she can be like, no, this is a load of shit. And I am not yeah. trying to do this. Yeah. So, I mean, it can go either one of two. Well, I mean, I guess it can go three ways. There can also be like a growing period of what, I mean, kind of what happened to me and Isaac, where well, there's a happy medium. And I think the issue, men, that I was having is I was approaching the situation selfishly. I wanted a cookie cutter type situation where I had this beautiful girl who was a Baptist, who was like, da 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 da, fill in the blank. And that is selfish. I didn't even, I wasn't even worried about her having a religious experience or her having her own Well, let me ask you this. Were you concerned about me having like my own connection with God or did you just want me to be as like practicing as you were? I think both. I mean, I think it was honestly both, but if you're, if you're approaching it truly with the right heart, it should not even be at all. I just want you to be the same as me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I really love you, it should be I want you to have your best life experience and I want you to, if I think this is true and I think this is honestly the best way to live and I think this is going to, you know, like after you die, like this is going to be the best case scenario for you, then I should do that. But for me to be like, hey, you need to do this just because I'm doing this and this is what I want it to look like, not right. Well, also, I will say that I think I was also in the wrong because I was I was enabling that by giving she you what you wanted. She was juicing and, me up. I mean, obviously <laughs> there came a point in our relationship where I realized, okay, wait, I'm my own woman. I can be independent. If I have my own religion, I need to stand behind that. Talk and I him. need to be confident in that. Mm. And I mean, being, I mean, I, I want to say Isaac and I grew up together because we met when we were 20. Boy, I was 19. Your 20th birthday. Oh, That's yeah. a whole nother podcast. <laughs> But no, no, but I will say like, we grew up together. So, I mean, when you grow up together, you go through a growing period. And I will say in the beginning of our relationship, I was just a people pleaser. And I'm sure so mm-hmm. many of you can relate to that. But at the end of the day, if you are young, let's say you're in high school or college and you're listening to this podcast right now, you need to be confident in yourself Talk and stand behind what you want. And I'm not saying to be closed minded, but I am saying be your own person. When Isaac told me to start reading my Bible more, mm. I should have said, you know what? I don't think that really resonates with me. You're a beast. But maybe you should come to church with me at like my Catholic church. And I just think that there should have been more of a happy medium from the beginning. But I mean, at the end of the day, we are where we are now because of that. Men and women, I'll say this, and I'm talking to both now. Go to a comfy place. You know, for me and Allie, it's a coffee shop maybe over a glass of wine, go to a comfy place where you can have a casual conversation. There's no hostility. There's no hidden agendas. There's no, you know, like selfishness coming into the situation and have the conversation about religion. Now, moving forward, because I promise you I was going to move forward after. 
<laughs> we moved on in our relationship. We'd been dating a year and a half a year or so, and we actually went on a mission trip together. Well, hold on. I will say, before we went on the mission trip, you had you ever been to my church? You went to my church, right, before the mission trip? What's it called? St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence, yep. Yeah. Went there and for, I had gone to his church. Oh, gosh. And they were gunning Catholic people the so, first time. So, wait, fun fact. So, the first time I ever went to Georgia was Southern about... Southern Baptist Church. ...was about three or four months into a relationship, and I went down to Georgia with him for spring break. And while I was down there, he mentioned to me that we should go to church together. Again, this was hidden agenda. Like, I'm was like, it? I hope she falls in love with this. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. But so he mentioned, you know what? Maybe we should go to the Bible study before we go to church because I guess there was a Bible study every it was Sunday school. Oh, <laughs> how many times did you? Okay. Okay. Um, so we went to this Bible study and I mean, everybody walked into this classroom at his private school where he had gone to and everyone had their Bible in hand. And I just sat in the corner, like listening to everybody talk. And in that Bible study, talk to him, they literally were gunning Catholics and they said, yeah. you know, Catholics don't practice this, 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 and this, and this is why they're wrong. And I sat there and I was like, wow, like, is this what it's like? Well, I just, I, I mean, I was Catholic. I've been baptized. I've, you know, made all of these sacraments as a Catholic. So was when it, I was a gentle Catholic, okay, I'm joking, <laughs> no, but I'm true. Joking. So I walked into this, you know, I was, I walked out of this Bible study, like, wow, I do not want to be any part of a religion who is going to talk negatively about any other religion or even people in general. Because I mean, again, I'm coming from a very liberal standpoint where yep. I don't like how people lump religious people into viewpoints of like, oh, then they don't believe in gays. They don't like, I, I just don't, I didn't want to be a part of that religion after experiencing that. Yeah. I mean, you came to what was probably the most aggressive Sunday school class. I mean, they literally gunned Catholics while I was in there. I was sitting there like, boy, I am a Catholic. They're like, boy, I don't even know, but it was wrong. And you know, that was another attempt at me trying to conform Allie into what I thought she should be, which was totally wrong. But there will say, I mean, I feel like there will be people out there who maybe listen to this who are like, if he is a true Baptist, he would preach the the Lord, like the word of God to her so that she could be saved. All right, here's the deal. We'll get deep real quick. At the end of the day, you know, like, especially in the conversation that we're having, you know, like I'm a firm believer that you cannot run from the grace that we have from God. So I'm I'm sitting By the here, way, I'm sorry this is such an intense little podcast. Well, it's, it's the truth. I am and I am a firm believer of that. And we'll get back into, you know, where we are now. I believe that. And it wasn't even right for me to like be like, oh, you need to be more Baptist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you had your beliefs that were within the Christian confines. Okay, so we share that. We're both Christian. And I'm in my mind, like, because she's not reading her Bible, like, oh, she might go to hell or she's not. I mean, really? you know, no, not really, but kind of. You know, like, I'm thinking, like, she needs to check these boxes to be Christian enough or she needs to check these boxes to be religious enough. And that's, like, not even what, like, the gospel preaches about. 
Mm-hmm. The gospel preaches about love. Okay, well, we I don't want to get yeah, too we're getting out of control. I mean, but this it is, is the not truth. a podcast about religion. This is a podcast about relationships and figuring and out religion. your shit together. Um, so it, we didn't even talk about the the mission trip. So we we ended okay, up going yep. on a mission trip together, and you because know, well, up until this point, I had known that Isaac had gone on multiple mission trips before, and not to throw us under the bus, but I feel like we were in kind of a bad part of our relationship where I feel like I mean I, I just want to say I mean, I'm not gonna go into details but Talk I just feel him. like we were in kind of a a rough patch in our relationship and when we were talking about spring break I think it was even my idea and I kind of brought up like maybe we should go on a mission trip and I yeah. knew that he I mean he went to Notre Dame University for college being a Catholic private college they had opportunities to go on mission trips so me being me i was like you know what why don't we go on a mission trip together yeah so we went on one and so we went I to the dominican republic the dr harbacoa with some of the um there was a few other football players from notre dame also some, some tcu people also yeah some tcu girls from a sorority and then there were also some regular people from notre dame and i th- i think a few like other people who just like went to random schools like baylor or whatever i went to michigan yeah. state so i was like a random person but we Every, went to we went to the dominican republic with a bunch of other college students everybody was unreal the experience was actually unreal Allie yeah. went into it and she can talk about this or she can just be like yeah that's how i went into it i think Allie went into it into it in more of a place where she was questioning what she believed um was not super sure what she was which is listen totally that's fair. okay I mean, you're I was human. There. Like this is a weird human experience. It's okay to not know what you believe. And I was in like a overzealous Christian place. Mm-hmm. So walking into that, I mean, I know I was, I practiced gently being a Catholic, but walking into that, I was just going through some really tough times in my life. No doubt. I was, I mean, during junior year of college, I was really depressed and I was going through a lot just because of the way I perceived myself, completely not related to Isaac at all. I juiced her up. But more so with myself, because I was going through a really rough time having acne, which some of you can relate to it. A lot of you actually subscribe to this channel because of it. But I was going through a really rough time with acne, and I was really down about myself. And I was like, you know what? If there's a God, like, why doesn't he just give me clear skin? So I was going through a really rough patch of not believing and well, I don't even want to say I didn't believe. I want to say this I just kind of didn't know what to believe in. And I kind of was hoping, I was hoping two things with this mission trip. One, I wanted to grow closer in my relationship with Isaac. Talk and two, I wanted to just, I don't know. Everyone had always preached about how they went on this mission trip and they came back a different person. And I was kind of hoping for the same thing because I was hoping to believe in anything in that point. And I'm going to give a little shout out. Like you guys who, whoever's, out there like wondering like do i even believe it's okay to feel that way no doubt and i'm sure some people are like okay i mean if if you're a true catholic or a true christian you would just believe because he's there but i mean there are people in this world who go through not believing and that is okay because i mean it's just the it's part of the journey it's a human it is it's the human journey and that's nothing to you know, be ashamed of. Life, like I said, and this is getting into a deeper point. Yeah, we're Give getting us 30 seconds. <laughs> life is super, super, super weird. And you go through ebbs and flows of life. And look, like 
for you to be in a place where you're like, is this even real? Like, why am I dealing with this stuff? That is like totally human. And I think God wants us to wrestle with these thoughts to be better okay, Christians. Whoa, now I feel like we're getting into a religious podcast. No, but seriously, and that's why I said, give me 30 seconds. I think it's healthy. And I don't, that's why, and I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Um, but anyways, so, I mean, one of my points as to why I went on the mission trip was bad because I just wanted it to be good for Isaac. And I was hoping we would just be in a good place after this mission trip, which is not <laughs> like, the way to think. Again, but still, just to continue the narrative, we are both in different religious places. I am like juiced up because I'm like, I've been on two mission trips. Like, let's ride. Mm -hmm. And Allie's like, I need something from this because this man's out of control and I don't even know what I believe. Yeah, we can talk about our mission trip and like a completely unrelated, like a like a YouTube video, because I feel like it's not really a podcast point because it doesn't deal with our relationship. Mm -hmm. We can talk about our experience on the YouTube later mm -hmm. on. But anyways, back to our relationship. So, so we went on this mission trip for seven days to Harabakoa, mm -hmm. uh, Dominican Republic, and we walked away from that and totally literally <laughs> flip-flopped so here's my thing and, and we'll just quickly explain where we were i was in quickly. a place where i'm like all right we are a bunch of privileged americans we i go to the, one of the best schools in the country ali goes to michigan state best school <laughs> I'm, I'm totally joking the um, first best school in the country no name like, number two go ahead talk to him so we're both coming from places of extreme uh relative privilege and we're sitting here in Harbacoa talking about our experience. I'm like, these people, we're going to leave and these people are still going to be struggling. And I'm like, this is sketchy. Dang. This is Christianity. I don't want to be a part of it. So I was super turned off by it. And that was like a, a crazy moment in my life where I'm How like. How is that different from the other service trips you had gone on? I just, it didn't hit me. I mean, I just remember sitting around and everybody was talking about how much the trip affected them. And I'm like, are we joking? Like we're what? sitting here talking about this and literally there's some random kid in this country that is starving right now. Dang. I'm done because I'm going to get juiced okay, up. Okay, Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, now <laughs> part of the like, relationship. Allie, go, watch the video. If you're listening, go watch the video. Allie's like, all right, this man's out of control. No, but I mean, when we walked away from the mission trip, I feel like we were kind of in a better place because I feel like religion didn't wasn't harped on me so much if anything i feel like i walked away from that still being a gentle catholic but i believed that there was a god and i feel like there had to have made a difference in our relationship at least a little bit do you remember and this is super juicy 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 for the podcast juicy 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 do you remember sitting out on the porch mm -hmm. when i was literally crying the first time I'd ever seen Isaac cry. Well, I don't even know what we were crying about. Because I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it in the podcast, but I had a story that I told the group. Yeah. And you just didn't know that about me. And we were on the front porch and you started crying because you were like, I didn't know that about you. And I like, you kind of mentioned to me that you felt bad that I, I never opened up to you about that part of oh, me. Oh yeah. And I. Up to that, I mean, we're getting super distracted, but I, I just had really struggled with being emotional mm -hmm. in my entire life. And that was the first time, aside from being a little kid crying, that I had cried in my adult life. That is crazy, but I feel like that's also not related to religion. That's super juicy, though, because Allie brought it out of me. So we're, we're at these different places in life. Yep. So, I mean, 
I feel like we can fast forward a little bit because talk to him. there really was not any other like important marker in our relationship that I can look at that I think that really affected us in religious stances in our relationship. We kind of at this point, it became because I think because I stepped back and I was like, I don't even know what I believe anymore. I think I became less aggressive. Mm -hmm. So it became less of an issue in our relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I think I just wasn't pressing the issue anymore. So, I mean, which, I mean, advice for you guys, that just speaks words and volumes about what you're doing in your relationship. Because when Isaac stopped harping on it, I was able to explore religion for my own personal gain. Which is way healthier. Way, way healthier. Yeah, we do not recommend pushing somebody into a relationship, but I feel like it, we, I mean, the point we're at now, I feel like we're in such a healthy place and it's because I feel like you may have taken that step back and allowed me to explore religion for my own, my own self. Right. And I wasn't doing it for you anymore, which you should never do for another person yep. unless you want to. And keep well, in no. mind, but like one of the things, excuse me, one of the pieces, pieces of advice that I gave earlier, I said, Hey, don't push it on your girl. Don't make her men. Don't make her do anything maybe invite her to something. One of the best things I think that happened to us based on what we're talking about now in the podcast is inviting you to this mission trip. I mean, yeah. I mean, looking, I mean, when we, when we sat down to film this podcast, we didn't even know what really changed in our relationship that got us to the point where we are at now. And I, now that we're talking about it, it, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that really changed us. I think it brought it to, brought us to a place where we were more like even in a sense, so we could actually have rational conversations. I think Allie might have been in a super, I don't even know what I believe place. And then you're like, all right, maybe this is kind of what I believe. And I was kind of like, maybe this isn't. But and, but not everybody is going to be in our shoes if they go on a mission trip. So we're not recommending go on a mission trip unless <laughs> right. you guys both really want to. Right. But what we're saying is maybe... I mean, maybe it's not a mission trip for you guys. Maybe it's one of you going to the other person's mass, or maybe it's going to a different Bible study, or maybe it's sitting down with your family and talking about what religion means right. to you. It can be something different for you guys. Well, but what family, we're saying family is- Family could be dangerous. That's true. But <laughs> what we're saying is you guys should explore it in your own relationship because every relationship is different. And we're at the point we're at now because Talk of the decisions we made. Well, since you brought it up, Al, where are we at now? So where are we at? So now? this is three, this is five years into dating, and that's a, an aggressive rounding up. But Allie loves saying five years. That's fine. And then also because it's almost December, it's basically December. We're in October, okay? We're in late October. We're a month away from five years. Bruh, bruh, I am <laughs> literally going to not say, five years. I am going to say five years because I earned every single one of those years. Thank you. Talk to him. But, so and then you know five years. We're in a place where we live together now after me religiously saying we're never going to live together. Which is crazy because Isaac, I mean, I just want to give you, I should have mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but when me and Isaac met in our relationship, he told me these things verbatim. And and he said, I do not want to move in before we are married. I want to get engaged before I graduate college. (laughs) all right go ahead and i mean he just had all these intense viewpoints and every single one of them it's just crazy because every single one of them really hasn't held up and that's not to say that 
yep. the viewpoints you don't yep. have aren't going to hold up. But it's I'm just saying be open minded, especially if you're entering a relationship with somebody who is a different religion, that open-mindedness is going to be so important for growing your relationship. And if your if your religion is more important than the other person means to Talk you, to then that speaks volumes and you shouldn't be in that relationship. And maybe you guys just aren't compatible. But what I am saying is that we are at the place we are now, at now because of everything that happened. Yeah, I mean, we came, we've come a long way, but okay, more so, specifically so where, where we are now. Where are we at now? So I want to say Isaac and I are non-denominational Christians. I mean, I'm still baptized as a Catholic, so I think that makes me a Catholic. Yeah, but that. But ahead. I want to say I, I'm non-denominational in that, like, if we were go if we were to go to church on Sunday, we're going to a non-denominational, just like generally practice practicing Christians, and. I mean, we currently are not going to church every Sunday, but that is because game days. It's more circumstantial. <laughs> NFL than game days, which Isaac currently is in the NFL. So tune in this NFL, Sunday. NFL game days are on Sunday. So unfortunately, because of his work schedule and my work schedule, it doesn't pan out because the only other mass that's available is on Thursday nights, and I work most Thursdays well into the night. So we currently <laughs> like adorable, like not, it's like random info. You're like, I work late into the night. Well, I'm just saying we can't go to mass on Thursday because I work, work late. But anyways, we, while we do not go to church, we pray every single night before we eat dinner. And I think that is important in our relationship because I don't know. I just, I think it's healthy. I mean, I think it, I mean, I know it's healthy. I mean, what is, listen, here's the deal. All these different religions within the Christian framework, you know, like, I'm not a guru. I'm not claiming to be a guru. I didn't go to theology school. So that's a huge disclaimer. You majored but in politi politics? Politics. Political what? science, boy. Uh, but the point is, like, what are, what are things that are super important within the Christian faith? You know, like, talking to God. Allie and I talk to God every single day as a relationship. Before as we eat the food that Isaac makes. You know, like, we set precedents to our relationship. This is what we're <laughs> that Isaac makes, that bomb food. But we, you know, that's because what we, we are do. open to different gender roles in our relationship. Go ahead. We try to go to church together. You know, like another thing is the way that we conduct our lives. We try to conduct our lives in love, you know, together. We surround ourselves with people who have similar viewpoints to us. And we're not messing around with people who are going to be a bad influence. On, well, <laughs> sometimes, you know, but here's the thing. If we are around people that we don't necessarily align with ideologically, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, but with our ideologies, you know, we try to, you know, again, we try to approach it in love. But here's the point. Here's the point. We've discussed things like, you know, like, how are we going to raise our kids? What was the question that you asked me earlier? So I have a question that Isaac and I have never talked about before. So this is. I didn't answer it earlier. Juicy, she juicy, just asked juicy. Me. This is juicy. So there is something I have never talked with Isaac before and. I want to get his perspective on Talk this. Talk to him. So Talk to me. The question is, is getting married in a oh. religious place important to you? So I'm going to say something else before we answer that. Oh. <laughs> Juicy. Um, no, but we've talked about how we're going to raise our kids. We both want to bring our kids to church. Well, hold on. We'll, we'll talk about that after. Okay. Do a marriage. I don't care. You don't care? I don't care at all. Because you know what? If we don't get married in a church, it doesn't change what we believe. 
it's kind of like us trying to just make it make more sense by going to a church, but it's like not necessary. That is a box that I used to want to check that now I'm like, God loves me either way. I love people either way. I am saved either way. I don't need to get married in a Christian church. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? I think God would want us both to have the wedding of our dreams. Right. I mean, I, be I believe he would want that as well. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not about getting married in a Christian church. We're not any worse Christians because of that. But do you even know my answer? I Well, based on my answer, you folks should know what I think that Allie's answer is. I think I'm going to surprise you. Talk to him. I grew up always imagining myself getting married by somebody, you know, like, I mean, I always grew up thinking I was going to get married by a priest. Now I don't believe that, like, I need to get married by a priest, but I would like to get married in, mm. I don't, I don't know if it's a church or like mm. a chapel, but I would like, I don't know. So the answer is you want to be, you have this childhood fantasy of getting married in a church. It's not even a childhood fantasy. I just think it's something I've always thought of growing up. And I do think, I don't want to like push my religion on anybody because that's not what I'm here for. And if you knew me, like you would know I'm not, I'm not like that. But I, I feel like when you enter a relationship, if you have God in your relationship, it's going to help that out. So I feel like that might be, I mean, that's not saying this is a make or break, but, but you have it either way. I'm saying I would like to get married. I mean, I've always dreamt of like a nice white open chapel, but I would also be open to like getting married in like a freaking barn if I need to. Mm. But having the person who marries us, I just want them to be religious. Not even. Yeah, I, I guess I. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, guess call that. it what it is. That's yeah. fine. I'm and I'm down with that. My point is. But but what I'm saying is, I mean. It goes That's back crazy because we never had that conversation. Well, now we have publicly. But here's what I'm saying. It goes oh, back to what I said earlier. Men and women. Like these things that we do to check the box within our religion do not make us more or less Christian. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Like, again. And there are, there are going to be people who disagree with us. And that's completely fine. We're not here to step on anybody else's toes. But this is what we are saying and what we believe now no doubt again i don't care what anybody says this is what i believe you cannot run from the grace of god and that is super deep but i don't care what you say you th you mean to tell me because i get married in a church that's non-religious or a space that's non-religious i'm not i'm less of a christian don't believe it well and i also will say this if you marry if you and your significant other have completely different religions and you are here five years later and you still have different religions, but it works for you guys. That is also okay. If you are a Christian marrying somebody who does not believe in God and you're okay with that, then that's okay with you too. You're not going to hell because you're marrying the love of your life and that person just doesn't share the same religious values. Okay. It might make it complicated when it comes to kids, but I'm not saying, I'm just saying like, you guys are going to walk away from this and be like, this is literally the most liberal couple I've ever seen in my life. Allie's <laughs> like, if they don't have the same religion as you, you're not going to hell. We just, you know, I'm like so happy after living a life that is so, was so aggressively religious and check the box. I'm happy that I have found a girl that has influenced me religiously and that has brought me to a place where I can be more open-minded about a lot of things, knowing again that I cannot run from the grace of God. That makes that makes me happy not because i feel like i 
I made you have the same viewpoints as oh, me. You stay true but it to makes who you me were. have it makes me happy because I just feel like not only pertaining to religion, but also just other people in general, I feel like you're so much more accepting of other people and other people's lifestyles. I and I feel it. like you're so much less judgmental because of it. Can I ask you a question, Allie? Who loves it like I love it? You know the answer to this. I don't think I know the answer either. The answer is nobody. Okay. Who loves what Allie's saying like I love it? Nobody. Because we have oh. dealt with so much and we've overcame so much as a couple. And mm -hmm. the last thing that we'll say. No, we need to say one more thing because I think it's juicy. Talk and that him. is, what are we going to do when we have kids? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh. So here, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my purse, what I want to do with kids. I want my kids to be open-minded I want them to understand wow. these. That, I just want to say, you don't know how happy that makes me hearing that. Well, no. I mean, open-minded to a certain degree. Wait, what? So I will, I, we will definitely take our kids to church. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, and so that closes their mind a little bit. We will also pray. I will have the same mindset my dad had. A family that prays together stays together. And we believe these things. Amen. He said it every single night. Also... I will raise my kids, and I hope when I say my, I'm, I'm, refer whoa, bruh, bruh. I'm referring, I'm to, referring ours. to ours. <laughs> Hopefully, whoa. if she loves me, um, we will raise our kids, you know, like under the Christian framework. But, and that's not to say we're going to push any religion on them because I know there's some people out there like you right. can't make your kids religious. No, I'm just saying we're gonna we're gonna raise them to be good genuine people and hopefully they they'll find their way that's all i'm gonna say because right. as long as my kids are happy and healthy that's all i care about i mean that's deep but here's the thing we want our kids to be able to believe what they believe have an open-mindedness to accept other people and have an open-mindedness to believe what they believe and let those things potentially influence them I think it enhances the life experience to be able to have an open-minded conversation with somebody, to be able to read literature and listen to movies and podcasts and whatever that disagree with you, and you're able to learn from those and let them and strengthen say you. lots of swear words and just curse the whole time. I want them to listen to all that <laughs> stuff when they're five. No way. But I just, I not saying that the way I came up was not right at all. I'm no, we're not saying happy. it's wrong. I'm super happy that I am where I am religiously. I think what I went through gave me a great framework to be who I am. But I, I want my kids to be super open-minded. I want my kids to be Californians who are like, literally, whoever you are, I love you. God loves you. And let's do this thing together because life is super weird. I mean, no pun intended, but amen. <laughs> that was so cheesy. I mean, bro. <laughs> I, I agree with that so much. I just want my... I want my kids to be like me and that they respect everybody. They love everyone. They, you know, if somebody else is living a lifestyle that they don't want to live, that's okay. But they don't, they don't have to agree or what? Well, yeah, they don't have to agree with it, but they can at least respect it. And they can, you know, everyone is going to love whoever, who anyone else, what? I don't even know what I'm saying. Love is love. That's all we care about. Okay. So we'll do this. Allie and I will both give some final advice i will give some final advice to the men she will give some final advice to the ladies i'll go first to Ooh, let you think yeah mm -hmm. and we do have a little special announcement at the very end if you guys stay tuned until that point so go ahead so men my first piece of advice it's a two-part thing if you can hear the dishwasher i'm sorry 
my first I was like we'll get those when i'm done my first piece of advice is know who you are before you try to influence your significant other one thing that i really struggled with with me and Allie was i didn't even know what i believed when i came to Allie, and that wasn't fair to her because that puts a lot of pressure on not her fair isaac not fair and the second thing is again goes back to this mindset of being open-minded be open-minded to whatever your girl believes and you know like be willing to just let them experience things girl with or you. guy believes okay Isaac, we're speaking to everyone that's deep let them uh or be open to letting them experience what you believe and you be open to experiencing what they believe and see if you can't find a happy medium am i supposed to talk to the ladies now ladies <laughs> hey yeah no ladies yeah okay sorry um so ladies if you are in a place where i'm at and you are really not sure what to do and you feel like you have to convert. so now you're there now oh sorry <laughs> i'm like geez haven't we moved okay, on okay. from this so ladies if you are feeling any type of way that i have described early in this podcast mm. i feel you but what advice i will give to you is you should be confident in who you are and how you were raised well i guess not really how you're raised because if you were raised in a bad way but you should be confident in yourself and in what you believe in and you should not convert to anybody else's ways just because you want them to like you or Whoa. you want to grow in your relationship and that's not to say it's all because of isaac because i do put some blame on myself like i was not confident in myself and i just wanted to please other people so I just started doing things that I didn't necessarily agree with or that things that I just didn't find beneficial. I was lying and said that they were beneficial. But all I'm going to say is be confident in who you are and don't let a relationship change you. If anything, be open to the other side and hear what they're saying. But I don't know. just find that happy medium because nobody has to compromise 100%. Mm -hmm. I feel like in relationships, there is always a happy medium. Mm -hmm. No doubt. And we found it. And I'm super thankful for it. I think I think both Allie and I are at a place where we're comfortable with what we've told you. If you want to know anything else, you know, follow the YouTube. And when I say YouTube, Allison K, follow the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, all the platforms, babe. And we the are braids. on all of the platforms. So go and follow us all over. And also, and so YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all, all of them. Because we don't know all of them. There's so many. It's everywhere. You there can find it. There are so many. And um, if you're watching the YouTube video, comment below if you have suggestions. Hit us up on IG at Isaac Rochelle at a cooch, mm -hmm. H-H. And I will say this quickly right before we end. Um, this is like kind of a special little announcement. But I, when Isaac and I get to 10 episodes, we want to start implementing a special part of the podcast. It'll be like two or three minutes long. Well, maybe longer if we need it to be, but where you guys can send in your relationship problems or Love it. Love it. certain scenarios that you guys are in and you want our perspective on it and you want to hear from a girl and a guy oh my what gosh. we would do because I think that would be so interesting and I Bruh. I wish I had that when Isaac were in our initial stages in our relationship. But we will be starting that up the 10th podcast and probably in the next podcast we'll introduce it a little bit more intensely and I think we're going to start a um, an email for Babe in the Braids so you guys can Ooh. send your... Mm -hmm. 
so you guys can send your scenarios there your yeah so you guys can ask for advice and all that sort of stuff advice column and then uh you know if you're listening to it this and you made it this far go check out the last podcast too because your prank call is hilarious yeah okay well um with that being said thank you guys so much for tuning into babe and the braids podcast and we hope you're liking it if you are be sure to let us know because we love the feedback who loves it like i love it you no you say nobody but thank you guys (laughs) all right we'll talk to y'all later